0: The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. Mortgage Women Magazine. It's where women's voices are heard. Find it free at
1: www.mortgagewomenmagazine.com. Congressional Republicans say the CFPB is ripe for reform, but what would that actually look like, and what would that mean for the mortgage industry? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by Jay Biddle. He's a principal with the Texas-based law firm Polunsky Biddle Green. And yeah, we just wanted to talk a little bit about the Republican um, proposals for the CFPB, and obviously... Um, on the face of it, it looks like this is a pretty dramatic change would you would you agree with that assessment?
0: uh yes, I would yes
1: what do you, what stands out to you as as is there one thing that stands out to you is as, as maybe the biggest single change
0: uh I think the biggest single chance change in what they've proposed is going from a one person director to a five member uh, board of directors or board that oversees and does what the the director does now.
1: And what about, I'm sorry, what about that makes it such a major change?
0: Well, right now there, the the director is kind of the ultimate authority under the CFPB structure. And there's nobody else other than you get into the court system uh, that can say no or uh, change their mind or whatever. Uh, So with a, a five uh, member board, there's more people involved in decision making, and I think the idea is that they'll come up with the best solution versus what one person comes up with
1: and And what are some agencies that we might be familiar with in the mortgage industry that that function like that now?
0: well the the, the one that stands to my my mind is the Federal Reserve board uh, and, and actually the Federal Reserve board was. The agency that uh, oversaw the uh, uh, RESPA and Reg Z, and that then when when the CFPB was structured or created, that was shifted over to the CFPB. So previously there was a, a board that had a a, a I think it's five member. It may have more persons to make up the board of the Federal Reserve, but nevertheless, it was a multi board uh, governance instead of a single person
1: governance. Um, obviously people who are supportive of the advocates for the CFPB feel like it needs to have a, a strong leader, um, and, and needs to have the structure that it has. Um, is that a fair point that this would neuter, a uh, a regulatory agency to, to structure it like this?
0: So I wouldn't say it would neuter it, but I'd say it, it would just spread out the authority amongst five people versus Centralized in just one decision maker, so um, I don't think it would totally, uh, you know, totally, uh, you, know uh, you know, change their their ability to make decisions. I think it just expands who's got to, you know, bless it, so to speak.
1: Um, we also have the the these proposals aren't waiting for the Supreme Court to to put the budget back under Congress. Talk to me a little bit about that and. Whether whether or not the structure is legal, obviously we'll leave that for the Supreme Court, but the importance right. of at least House Republicans saying we're going to have control over, over the budget.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the, the issues that uh, the people who are not satisfied with the current makeup of the CFPB is that they feel like that there's no congressional oversight by way of funding uh, the the agency. And so they see the the revising the, the bill to allow congressional funding and oversight as a positive thing, as opposed to right now, the Federal Reserve Board uh, funds the CFPB, the CFPB asks for, or requests money, and under the, the, the law, the, the, they get up to 12% of the Federal Reserve's assets uh, just by asking each year. And I think... One of the reports I saw was that this year last year that they could draw them down $750 million or something in that neighborhood, which is a, a, a large amount of money that I think the, the Congress, the, the House of Representatives, uh, at least the, the folks who are not satisfied with the CFPB as it's structured now, uh, assuming it's court holds that it's constitutional, are looking to uh, have more of their involvement and how that money is used and spent, and how much they're entitled to.
1: There's also some proposals um, to basically say, you know, the CFPB would have to sort of do an evaluation of the impact of of their regulations and and propose or or rather uh, provide more detailed justifications. Is that something we see a lot from regulators or would this be something different for the CFPB?
0: This is from my vantage point, this be something different. Uh, Right now, uh, the any uh, governmental federal agency, there is a process if they want to promulgate rules, which is what this is talking about, uh, that they have a process to go through where they come up with a proposed rule, they publish the rule for a certain period of time, they invite people to give their comments to it. So a lot of people send in comments saying they like it, dislike it, we ought to make changes, and so forth. And after the comment period is done then they digest whatever comments they received and ultimately then promulgate a final rule so t- to me the, the that concept is pretty well covered already in the publishing process and comment process so I'm not sure justification uh otherwise adds a whole lot to to the the process uh from what it's already already being done that's my point,
1: it? Um, if these bills were to pass um, together or even even most of them, what would that mean for the mortgage industry? Would it mean major changes in how we're regulated or, or how we can do business?
0: My, <laughs> Based upon what's happened in the past, my guess would be that if this in fact did pass and they came up with a five-member board, I would think the five-member board would would take the position where we have to look at everything that's been done and look at the regulations and 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 probably make changes to them because certainly the five-member board has more knowledge than the single director, the predecessor. And, and the reason I say that, you know, was that that uh, under the, the Federal Reserve, who was overseeing RESPA, Real Estate Settlements Procedures Act. Before the CFPB came into being, uh, they reviewed the the uh, for mortgage lending. They reviewed the the HUD one settlement statement and the good faith estimate, and they came up with with uh, a new program or a new way of doing the, the HUD one settlement statement and coming up with a good faith estimate in addition to the truth of lending disclosure, and that was done basically roughly two years before CFPB came into being. And in in their changes, they had said that they had run tests and they had study groups and they did all these things that this is now the the greatest way, you know, the best way to do these disclosures. And then as soon as the CFPB came into being, they changed it all. and said, no, you know, that's, that's not the right way to do it. We have a much better way to do it. So I assume that it's very likely that if, if they you know, change the structure and you have a new group in charge, I it seems to me like almost human nature, the new group thinks, well, our, our duty and responsibility since they put us in here is to review everything and, and make changes. So, yeah, I would think some sort of changes would come down uh, the pike if, if, if that were to happen.
1: But realistically, obviously, Democrats still control the, the Senate. Um, how dramatic of a change, if any, do we think is going to come out of Congress uh, this term?
0: I don't think anything. I think you hit the nail on the head. And that is, you know, the Republicans can pass anything they want in the in the House, but it probably would not be passed by a Democrat-controlled Senate. And certainly, even if they did, I'm not sure that President Biden would wouldn't veto it. So, cause the, the CFPB to a large degree was, you know, right, It was done under Obama's, uh, term in office and the, uh, it's kind of the feather in the cap, if you will, of the Democrats. So I just can't believe that, you know, with, in, until the Republicans have con- complete control, they can get, you know, certainly
1: change this drastically from what they're proposing. Sure. Anything uh, else you wanted to add, Jay?
0: Uh, no, uh, I don't. Uh, it's it's to me, the one thing that stru- stood out to me was exactly what you pointed out, is that they're they're proposing all these bills. But even if, re- if the, the House passes them, they
1: probably won't get through the, the Senate. So what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, you know, sometimes you do that to try to negotiate, but I don't really know what middle ground you can strike between uh, Democrats and Republicans on this
0: yeah yeah i don't know <laughs>
1: sure.
0: my, my my bottom line is you know i think what's really going to make a difference if anything is the decision of supreme court and, and not what the is going on in the house at this point in time
1: right certainly would force congress to at least do something about it uh if the supreme yeah. court strikes down their budget uh jay thanks so much
0: mike it's pleasure appreciate you looking to ask me questions thank you so much The Originator Connect Network, the nation's largest producer of mortgage events, is about fostering a community founded on professionalism, collaboration, and personal and professional growth, connecting you to the story of your success.
1: This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by TG Cutamparo, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by SkyGaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.